I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence, and I'm joined by Amit Dewar, President of Suntech, and Likit Vagli, General Manager, Global Banking and Financial Markets for IBM. We're talking about what banks need to do to stay relevant, I guess is the headline, how they can tackle their legacy issues and move on to provide a service that is customer-centric, not product-centric. What's the importance of that? And if that's not obvious, what should banks be doing? And I'll start, if I may, with you, Likit, and then come to you, Amit. I think a couple of things, right? I mean, I think the, I think the first thing is what, what, and it's your point around relevance, what the banks are seeing is that their main competitors uh, today are the big tech companies that are offering a whole variety of services to their customers, which include banking services. And again, as you rightly said, they are providing those as services as opposed to products. And they're providing them seamlessly as part of solving uh, an overall need. So I think in order to remain relevant, there are really, to my mind, three main things that the banks uh, need to absolutely focus on. The first piece is around customer experience. And I know this is a cliche, but when you're competing against the Amazons or the Ant Financials or the Grabs of this world, what customer experience means is that you know, the consumer is getting more and more used to solving their need within one or two clicks, right? The banks need to be able to do that as well, which means not only the application and the process, it also means their legacy applications need to be in a way that will enable that experience. The second part of customer experience, which is the one where dealing with that legacy is a particular challenge, is instant fulfillment. Customers are looking for completement of their transaction immediately, right? If I apply for a loan, I want the money in my account immediately. I don't want to be waiting for days. Even these days, I don't even want to be waiting for hours, right? So that's kind of the first piece. The second piece is this beyond beyond banking, right? Which is uh, no longer is a consumer saying, you know, I'm going to go and buy my uh, furniture off of Amazon or some website, and then I'm going to go to my bank or my credit card to pay, right? They want a single platform that's going to satisfy all of their needs. So banks need to start to think about what is that need and how do they bring an ecosystem together to make it happen, right? And then lastly, uh, Robin, it's cost. I mean, if you look at that cost to serve in an average bank and therefore what they charge in terms of fees, uh, these are way out of whack with what you know the big tech players are are offering, right? So those would be, to my mind, the three main things that banks need to address. And I'm going to address those to you, Amit, if I may. As SunTech, you're obviously creating solutions to address these issues for banks. What does it mean for your business? Indeed, we are in the business of helping organizations, in particular banks, to deliver a personalized customer experience to their customers. And we come with the belief that there's so much of talk about the digital transformation, but if you really sit back and think about it, can one claim to be have digitally transformed itself without delivering a customer experience, which is better? Further on from that, can you claim that you're delivering a great customer experience without making the whole interaction personal? And, you know, to Likit's point, the Google, Amazon, Facebook, Apples of the world have you know, now given us the exposure and they brought us used to enjoying a very personalized customer experience. And that now has seeped into the corporate banking world as well, not just the retail banking. And everybody is expecting a very personalized offer. So if I, you know, if my need of the hour is something, I want to receive an offer which bank has tailored for me by figuring 
my lifestyle, by figuring my transaction history, by figuring, you know, how much I earn and how much do I spend, et cetera, et cetera. So it's personalized offers, personalized pricing, and thereby delivering a very personalized uh, experience. Generally speaking, banks struggle to do that vis-a-vis the non-traditional competition, be it from the tech companies or from the challenger banks, because fundamentally, the tech companies or the challenger banks have been built with a business overlay uh, over, over technology. So the whole business model is built on technology vis-a-vis traditional banks who've kind of applied technology to their business to their best possible capabilities. And that has now grown old and therefore needs to be transformed to deliver a personalized customer experience. Well, the personalization of customer experience is one thing, but one of the problems banks have from the way I see it is that there's services, whether it's a payment or a loan, for example, and those are two of the basic things that banks facilitate, that has become commoditized. What you then have to do as a a bank to remain relevant or or any financial institution, whether it's an old bank or a neobank, you have to personalize on top of that. Can you actually do that without a root and branch reform of the way you do business? If I take that first, Robin, right, it's absolutely possible to do that. And we have done that with a number of banks, particularly in Asia. I think think the way forward here is being led by the Asian banks. They're the ones that have been much more challenged. And the way they've gone at it, uh, Robin, is through um, customer journeys. So if you look at uh, State Bank of India, right, which is the largest bank in India, it's uh, one of the top 50 banks in the world. You know, over a period of the last kind of 18 months, we've stood up about 105 customer journeys, which does include some quite complex ones like getting unsecured loans or mortgages, right? And what we're doing there is we're feeding the data requirements as a part of that particular customer journey, embedding it using tools like AI and ML in order to make sure that that customer journey has what it's going to take to effect the personalization that is that is required, right? And this is something that can be done quite quickly without necessarily requiring a root and branch um, reform of all of the data that they have. Now, I think to Amit's point, right, Robin, what's really important in those things is having uh, capabilities and tools available like the ones that SunTech provide that are capable of very quickly, almost in real time, using the data that's available to be able to do the bundling that is necessary, either from a pricing perspective or a product perspective, taking into account what the customer is trying to do there, but also the entire history, life cycle, as it were, of that customer, life history of that customer with the bank, right? Personalization is potentially expensive, though, isn't it? How can that be done on an efficient and profitable basis? Just to pick up from, you know, a very relevant point that Likit has brought in, which is fulfilling customer journeys, right? If you really think about it in our day-to-day life, while my need of the hour is to buy and move into a new home, typically a bank, all it offers me is a mortgage product, right? Uh, my my journey is about a, a new home and I'm looking forward to it. And, you know, with no offense meant one of the most a process with the maximum friction in that is, and therefore not an enjoyable process, is the mortgage application, as all of us know. Mm-hmm. Likewise, if I've got to travel with my family to Barbados, 
that is my need. It is not about insurance, travel insurance alone. Uh, and it's about everything that comes with it. Now, in a home buying experience or journey, it is about not just the mortgage. That I also, each time I buy a house, I need home security company to secure the house. I want utilities. I want a broadband. You know, I want some painting to be done. I want furniture. Now, potentially, the bank can actually map out this entire journey. But the important thing is for the bank to take a view that it's not just its own products and services, but via the, as we all know by now, the open banking or open ecosystem, the ability to pull together these services and products of its ecosystem partners as well to complete the journey. And that's where the stickiness comes in. That's where cross-sell happens. That's where money is to be made. And, you know, from an application standpoint, it is not difficult without unnecessarily taking the risk of replacing, uh, ripping and replacing its entire core system, which no bank wants to regret if it goes wrong. There's a simple way, which is where what we do. Uh, we set up a middle layer on top of its back office systems, which we call as, enable, as an enablement layer. Now, that layer has all the rules and the parameters and the algorithms to make the whole journey complete and personalized. And that holds the key to the to all the products and services which would be needed to fulfill the customer journey. So that's why SunTech and IBM, both philosophy and technology are joined at the hip because it's the same progressive transformation philosophy that IBM talks about, which we enable for our customer banks. It's not like giving the keys to the kingdom away, though, is it? You're talking about bringing in third-party providers into a middle layer. They're not taking over. That's correct. You're still orchestrating. You're responsible for, or you hold the key to orchestrating that journey. So you've kind of giving that experience to the customer. I mean, Robin, the thing that I would add, right, I mean, I think you make a good point around expense. And certainly those banks that go around implementation strategies that are, that are very much in silos, right? Where they're looking to say, modernize their applications or they're looking to modernize their infrastructure and they're taking on something which is horizontal in that way. You know, that those can be very expensive programs and it's, it's hard to see how they then translate out to value, right? But if you go down a vertical and you say, like Amit was saying, I'm, go I'm going to tackle the whole mortgage journey and look at process application and infrastructure for that journey. Two things happen, right? One is, uh, you know, your, your time to value is much, much faster because you are you're really focused on what is going to be required in order to add new customers, add revenue per customer. And then the and then the second part of it, which is probably even more important than the cost of it, is the speed, right? Uh, which is why I go back to that SBI example. 18 months, 105 customer journeys, completely live, end-to-end. -end. You can get a secured loan off of your smartphone without having to go to branches or anywhere else. Look at the outcomes, right? They've added 22 million new customers within that 18-month period. There aren't too many banks around the world that have had that level of adoption. Their digital revenues have gone up by 40%, right? So it's more than paid up many times for the investment that they've made, right? I think the most important thing I'm hearing is that it's about changing the mindset of the bank as much as anything else. Obviously, you have to have the technology to make it work. You have to have the, the, the vision to make it work. But it's getting that vision. It's changing the mindset from the way the bank used to be to the way it needs to be in the future. And I do use the word need advisedly, because if you don't, these institutions are not going to stay in business. Correct. 
Indeed. Uh, you know, what the bank would need to get very open about the whole approach. So it's, it, you know, they're going to end up competing for certain, you know, journeys and products and services with the same ecosystem partners who they collaborate for other products and services and journeys. You know, so it is not just about which other journeys a bank is going to orchestrate and own the customer relationship, but equally so, a bank can become a part of off transactions of a large player like an Amazon or a Google and actually indeed make much more money there than it is potentially making in orchestrating the journey, hypothetically speaking. So it's all about open-mindedness and collaboration. Traditionally, open-mindedness is not necessarily something one might associate with a banker. And, and Robin, that's really well said, right? And uh, it's it's um, fascinating to see how that mindset is being opened progressively, right? And no question about the fact that it's the threat. I mean, even today, you know, Jamie Dimon at JPMC, if you see what he's talking about, he's talking about the threat from big tech companies, right? I mean, his, his eyes are very wide open about what PayPal and Stripe and Square are doing to the business in the US and, and, you know, taking up that challenge and winning that particular challenge. So I'm very bullish and very encouraged by the fact that uh, we are starting to see a lot of change in the banks in the way in which they kind of look at it. The two points that I would pick up very quickly, Robin, would be one was the point that Amit made about owning the customer, right? And this is where I think banks need to be quite careful because some of the alliances that they're signing up with the big tech companies are very dangerous because, uh, you know, those alliances are resulting in the tech companies like the Googles of this world uh, owning the customer, which will mean that it'll be a race to commodity very fast for those 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 folks. Right? That's exactly what happened with and financial in uh, in China. So the banks need to be really careful about about that piece around you know who actually owns the customer. Right? Like, to my mind, that is that is that is really really important. Final thought from you, Amit. What does it mean for the kind of products that you're offering to institutions? Do you think you're there yet, or do you think that there's more to be added? to the solutions that you're providing? I think uh, what we're trying to do is be a very relevant part of what is being described as progressive transformation, which is a prerequisite to delivering a personalized experience. So this whole middle layer or the enablement layer that we talk about, it today uh, constitutes personalized offers. It can churn out personalized pricing, but there's more to come. And today, customer, thanks to the pandemic, the customer wants more and more transparency and trust in the relationship with the bank. It wants to get more control over its finances. And therefore, you know, for example, something that they were happy for a relationship manager to tell them, today they want to be able to log in and be able to see that if I uh, am banking with a bank with three products at the moment, if I complete my journey or subscribe to four more products, what are the discounts that I'm going to be eligible for? So a lot of self-service comes in. So we are in the process of enabling all of this uh, for our customers. So it's a it's a journey that we've kind of taken on and, you know, with help from IBM, taking it to the banks together. Hey, Robin, just if I may, right, one one further thing that I would, I would like to um, highlight, uh, because one of the things that we're very excited about working together with Amit and Suntech is the ability to provide this capability 
on a software as a service basis, right? That's another big change that's going to happen in the banking industry, right? So, you know, IBM has developed a secure public cloud that meets regulatory requirements and data privacy requirements. We're very advanced with SunTech as one of our premier partners that will be a part of that particular cloud. So I will now be able to go, we will be now be able to go to a bank and offer this up on an as-a-service basis. And the real advantage of that is that, again, going back to your point, this can be executed on a variable cost basis. So, so you know, uh, clients will pay for what they use as opposed to big upfront uh, cash outlays. So it, it manages some of the expense issues. And the other one is speed, right? Because this cloud is secure and SunTech will be certified on this, on this particular cloud, we'll be able to implement it within a matter of weeks as opposed to months that banks today take in order to be able to um, take advantage of SunTech type offerings, right? Thank you very mm-hmm. much, Amit Dewar, President of Sontech, and Likit Vagli, General Manager, Global Banking and Financial Markets of IBM.